0: The year was uh, 1962, uh, the 31st of October. I was a freshman in college at Conception Seminary. In those days, much like the convents, the, the, the seminary was, was busting at the seams. We had over 500 seminarians. And, and, and we had an All Hallows' Eve vigil or celebration. We didn't go trick-or-treating. No, we had a little a little prayer vespers. And, and I was for the first time, it really hit me. As I, as I walked into the, well, actually, they redid the gym for the occasion. There were 600 saints' names there. And it was the 600 seminarians and monks that were studying there. Our names were emblazoned with the, the saints. that, And even the nicknames, uh, there was one kid whose nickname was Tank. So they had a saint tank there, too. And, and, and I said, that's us. That's us. We, we are the ones who are called to be the saints of God. Now, I can remember in my CCD clutch, Sister Maliki saying, anybody who's in the state of grace is a saint, but it never hit me. Yeah, until that, that concrete example of, of seeing the names emblazoned on these beautiful little placards all over the, the makeshift chapel. We are all called to be saints. And how does one become a saint? Well, one becomes a saint by meeting a saint. Uh, Today we celebrate all of the wonderful canonized saints, and 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 and, and I am convinced because I really am. The older I get, the more convinced I am. Is the great, great, great mystery is the incarnation, is is the realization that the divine takes on flesh. And that the divine continues to take on flesh in all of creation. And in, in everything that exists, the DNA of the divine is located inside of it, it is, is the essence of it. But but it, it it needs to be brought out. And the only way it can be brought out is when you when you when you see it, when you see it incarnated. And how do they incarnate it? Well, they incarnate it by by doing what the Christ did. In every saint's hagiography that we read, you can almost, you no, know, you can guarantee that there will be a time of incredible joy of the realization of the presence of God in their life, and that God is literally everywhere, or that Christ is as palatable as, as can be. Mother Teresa told the story of literally talking to Jesus when she was founding her, her, her order. Like they were talking person to person, and they were. And then there's a time when it all falls apart. There seems to be no resurrection without crucifixion. Mother Teresa, again, as an example, during and to me, when I when I finally read about it, I went, Oh, of course, of course. When God seems so incredibly far away, and everything she did was dry. And yet it was exactly at that time that she was spreading the gospel further than it was ever spread before, especially in our lifetime, to have a living saint among us. And, 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 and until the very, very end, well that's like Bernadette Subaru, the same thing when she went to the convent, at the very end she saw the Blessed Mother again. She saw what she had saw at the beginning. That's the pattern, that's the Christ pattern, the Paschal pattern that we were all baptized into. And when we see it in the canonized saints, it's, it's, it's a wonder. But, but I, I really love, and I, it's been one of the, the life themes that I've had, I really, truly love the everyday saints. When we're honest with ourselves, we are who we are, especially as spiritual beings, because we've been hanging around some incredible saints Wonderful saints who have gone through the same joys and, and anxieties as the great canonized saints have gone through, but they are our mothers and our fathers and our brothers and our sisters and the nuns who taught us and the priests who showed us the way. In the spiritual life, no one ever gets to a deeper level until they see it incarnated in the flesh. And when we see it in the flesh, we go, ah, that's how it's done. That's how it's done. I, I can do that. I can do that. And so we pass on that great mystery of the dying and the rising of Christ, first seeing it incarnated in each other, then allowing it to be incarnated in ourselves, and then please God, passing that on to the generations that follow behind us. It's the great mystery of life. Uh, We do not take things too literally. We are not fundamentalists. But there is one thing I think that we need to be absolutely fundamental upon because it's foundational that we are the body of Christ in space and time. That's not a metaphor, that's not an analogy, that's a reality. We, We are the Christ, we are the saints of God who are called to live the good news, to dare to see light in the midst of the darkness, to dare to name the sin of the world in order that we may take it in ourselves, love it away, and make it impotent so that we can usher in what we are called to do, nothing less than to usher in the kingdom of God. And so we are those saints, and we follow the saints, especially the ones who have shown us the way the ones of every day. Let us pray. And in lieu of a um, uh, creed today, why don't we just renew our baptismal promises because that's that's the Paschal process that shows us into the fullness of life. And so I ask us all, do you reject Satan? I do. In all his works, I do. All his empty promises? I do. Do you believe in a God who is love, the fullness of love, who created out of love, who extroverted God's self to become creation, who dwells in all of creation? We call this God the Father. It is also God the Mother. Do you believe in God? I do. Do you believe in the fullness of time? That the Word of God. Took on flesh, was incarnated, and dwelt among us, fully human, fully divine. He showed us the path to the fullness of life, which is the paschal path of dying and rising. His name is Jesus the Christ. Do you believe in Jesus the Christ? I do. And do you believe that He sent forth His very Spirit to dwell in all of humankind so that we too may be the Christ? that we too may be filled with that very same spirit of redemption, that very same spirit of life. And for this, and and, and do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I do. This is our faith. This is the faith of the church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Now let us pray. Lord, we pray that we too may follow the saints, that we too may... May embrace the life and death and life of the Christ, as we see it in the Christ, as we see it in each other, and for this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray, Lord God, that uh, that we can name the evil of the world, that we can speak truth to power, that we are willing to enter into the mystery of that pain and suffering, and so help the process of redemption. We pray to the Lord. We pray, Lord, for our elected officials, especially those who are going to be elected come next Tuesday, that they work for the common good and that that common good usher in the kingdom of God. We pray to the Lord. We pray in honor of all the saints who have gone before us, models of what it means to be a follower of the Christ, we pray for our local saints who have gone before us as well. We pray to the Lord for your prayers and your intentions. Lord, hear our prayer.